What's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 200, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your week going? How the hell was your weekend? Um, actually, it's only Monday. That's not enough to gauge a week, Chris. You didn't think about that, did you? Well, how's your Monday going? Maybe something good happened to you today. Maybe you finally flirted with that chick at the gym and she flirted back. You know, you go home at night, you rest your head on your pillow, you're feeling good about yourself, you're feeling confident, like she likes me too, I think it might go somewhere. Or maybe, you know, you got to your cubicle this morning at work, and you're just like thinking to yourself, you're like, I gotta find a way out of here. I'm gonna check my bank account, and if I have enough money, I'm leaving this place, how many rents can I pay, how much food can I eat, how long can I survive if I quit this job right now? And then you log into your bank account and you go, oh my God, corporate gave me a bonus. I can't believe it. Right before the holiday, thank you. Right in time. I needed that. Thank you so much. That scenario is probably, it's not likely. (laughs) Corporations aren't in the business of handing out free money for all your hard work. They're like, no, work harder and longer. Right? Or, Or maybe, let's make up a third scenario. What else could have happened to you today? That's good. Um... You flirted with a chick. She kind of liked you. You got some extra money. Oh, Thanksgiving. Maybe your boss sent out an email deciding not to be a douche this year. And we're going to let you have Friday off after Thanksgiving. Four-day weekend. Thank God. Thank God. Um, that should just be standard, right? Who wants to Who wants to be off of work for one day, go back for one day, and then be off for two days? Like, what is that? And we have it all wrong anyway. Shouldn't we work for two days and be off for five backwards. I guess that's not a lot of productivity that way. So you couldn't really do that. But anyways, hopefully something good happened to you today. I'll tell you guys what I'm drinking tonight. Uh, I'm drinking my Topo Chico strawberry guava. I had a breakdown. I had to, I had to get these. I'm out of the other seltzers that I was talking about. And I got to say, there is a little bit of a difference. This is just proving my point from previous episodes saying how, uh, the Aldi seltzers are just the best a bang for the buck. They're 5% alcohol by volume for a 12-ounce can. This is a 24-ounce can, Topo Chico, and it's only 4.7% alcohol by volume. Boo! I don't have a sound drop button, so I have to do the booze myself. That's that's not good, man. I'm paying more money, and I'm getting less alcohol. Sure, I'll give you that. It's only 0.3. You're only missing 0.3 for every can you drink. Okay. That's fair. You probably wouldn't feel that in, you know, the overall scheme of things. But it's still less, you know. Mathematically, it's still less. How much is that? 4.8. That's 14. People don't want to do math, Chris. <laughs> We're trying to drink here. Don't bring up math. Let's take another drink. Shit. And what I'm not going to do this week is I'm not going to give you guys reasons As to why the podcast is late, I'm not going to give you excuses, man. Uh, It just is what it is. You can't be late for a hobby, right? You can't be late for a hobby. I'm I'm of the firm belief you cannot be late for a hobby. I guess this is technically more than a hobby at this point. Uh, I do have advertisements. So I wonder too, like how far in do they listen? If I do the ad at the beginning of the episode, how far in do they listen? 15 seconds? 20 seconds. I don't know. Do they just go, okay, he read it clear. He read it clean. It made sense. All right, pay him his money. 
Is that it, or did they listen to a little bit more of the episode just to kind of figure out what's going on in the episode? Maybe they could help market better to your audience. I don't know. Could I fart into a microphone for 30 minutes and just read an ad, and they'll be like, good job. Here's your money. Or I don't know. I don't. This is all new territory for me. I really don't know. Um, I've just chalked it up, man. Like I'm just a late person. You know, that's why this podcast keeps coming out late. Anybody in my personal life that I know personally, they know I'm just a late person. If you want me there at eight o'clock, you better tell me seven o'clock and I'll be there at eight 15. <laughs> I'm not I just, I'm terrible. I don't, and I try to like make myself feel better. You know, I'm like, well, maybe it's genetic. You know, it's like my, my mom had a crooked spine I have a crooked spine my kids have a crooked spine. You know, it's like uh, my mom's a late person. I'm a late person. My kids have, you know, 50-50 chance of being a late person. Unless I married a late person and then we have late children. They're both just get fucked the rest of their life. They're both late children. Is it genetic? Um, that, that's what I'd like to believe. I don't think it's true, but that's what I'd like to believe to make myself feel better. I'm just always a late person. That's just who I am. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to work on it. Uh, trying to get better. That's a, that's a New Year's resolution is to definitely be a more on-time person. Another New Year's resolution, I know it's a little early, but I'm thinking about them, uh, is to stretch more. I got to stretch more, you know? I, I have this whole week off. Your your buddy Chris is on vacation this week, and I've noticed a huge difference in my knees, my lower back, just every... And my shoulder's like clicking. Yeah, I'm sure that's like a rotator cuff or something. Every time I, I pull it up a certain way, it clicks... There's just like a, a, a rough patch in there. I don't know what the hell I did to that. But, you know, the the old body is healing up a little bit, and, and I appreciate it. So uh, I'm taking this time off, dude. I, I, I'm enjoying the hell out of it, just recovering. But one of my New Year's resolutions is to stretch uh, more next year, all, every day, once a day, at least once a day, because I'm just starting to... You know, it comes to winter time and those joints just start locking up and you start feeling even older after beating yourself up all summer. At least me, I'm just speaking for me. You know, I beat myself up all summer, you know, working outdoors, manual labor. I've done manual labor my whole life. My first job was delivering for the Dallas Morning News. You know, and that wasn't fun. It really I had to be there what time we had, we had to be there at 3 a.m and be done by five. We had a two hour block to deliver this certain route. It was me and my mom. Uh, my mom's always been a hustler. That's, you know, where I got it from. She's always had two, three jobs. You know, she doesn't mind working. I don't either. Uh, I'll complain about it, but I don't mind, (laughs) you know, but anyways, Dallas morning news. Yeah. People subscribe and then they put in, it's just like Amazon. When you're telling someone to where to leave your Amazon package, you have specific instructions of where to leave the package. It's the same thing for the Dallas morning news. Someone gets a subscription, then they tell them where they want it. So it's like, you got to hook it onto the door handle, you know, turn around three times, knock on the railing on the way down and you've completed your task. It's like ridiculous sometimes and people will complain. He didn't leave it on my doorstep like an ass. He hung it on my doorknob. It's like, well, did you get the fucking paper or not? Did you get the newspaper? And I think the guy we were working for was fucking us too because if he had no complaints for the week, he would give you a $300 bonus. And guess what? We worked there for like a month or two. And we never got the bonus. Oh, how lucky. 
you didn't ever have to give us a bonus. And, and me and my mom was talking to me about it. She's like, I think he's lying because we went through and we did everything the way it said to do it. And I was like, I think he's lying too. I think he's full of shit. He's keeping that money. That's how they dangle that carrot in front of your face. You know? Anyways, let's take another drink. All right. Something else I have to mention. Uh, I've been talking about this uh, probably about a month ago. I keep getting updates on, you know, how well my podcast is ranking in certain areas. And I guess they only send you where you're doing really well. So about a month ago, I was talking about Fiji. I'm number one in the improv comedy category, apparently, in Fiji. I'm like, really? That's interesting. So I look up Fiji, and they almost have a million people there. I'm like, wow. I mean, there must not be a lot of other subcategories of improv comedy. I must be one of the few or something. I don't, I don't really know, you know, but it's, it is still really cool. They sent me a new update today. Excuse me. I'm fifth place in a place called Cape Verde in the improv comedy Apple podcast, which is, I'll take fifth place any day of the week. And and I'm starting to notice a trend too. Uh, it's, it seems to be these vacation spots, Fiji first, Cape Verde second, which is uh, a little collection of islands off the coast of Africa. Uh, but it looks beautiful. I looked up pictures. It's like, man, I'd love to do a live podcast from there. Actually, if you're from there, uh, write me an email at drinkitillyoupodcast at gmail.com. Uh, apparently, all these vacation people are just listening uh, to this podcast, which is exactly the vibe I've been going for this entire time. I want you to be on a beach listening to this podcast, sipping a drink and not having a care in the world. Let's not talk politics. Let's not talk religion. Let's talk bullshit, right? Let's kill 30 minutes. Um, but yeah, cheers to anybody in, in Cape Verde uh, for downloading this podcast. I will send you, if you email me at drinkitillyoupodcast at gmail.com, I will send you a, a koozie for free. I'll pay for the shipping and everything. I just think it would be cool uh, to send something that far. I've never been there. You know, I don't even think I've flown over it ever. Maybe near it. I don't know. Um, so cool, man. I just can't believe it. And actually I was looking at the map over in Africa. There's actually a place in Africa called St. Louis. And I was looking into that and it's, it's kind of a cool little, you know, it's right on the coast of Africa. It's right on the, on the edge there. Uh, it's kind of a cool little place. It reminds me a little bit of Mexico, uh, St. Louis in Africa. It looks like Adobe housing, like just apartment, like three-story apartments as far as the eye can see. But it looks like the the material they used is Adobe in a way. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of Mexico. And it's the way they painted it too. You know, they're like a lot of those like tan colors or, you know, just I guess more pastel colors. Uh, than anything. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see that, but yeah, I've never heard of St. Louis, uh, Africa before. And, and all around this area, they speak the same languages. I think the main one being French and the second being Arabic. Uh, so you got a little geography lesson here, uh, out of this podcast, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, I know how to say cheers you prick in French. I think, I believe it's Avatoisante, uh, in Arabic, I don't know how to say cheers, so let me let me look that up real quick, so uh, so I can say cheers to everybody. Uh, no, I didn't open photos. What are you doing? How do you say cheers in Arabic? In Arabic, that's fi sahatika. 
Fisahatika. Wow, that's amazing. Fisahatika. Why did she slow? Fisahatika. Why did she get so robotic there? Uh, so Avatwasante and Fisahatika. Uh, for anybody listening over in Cape Verde, I appreciate it. Cheers, everybody. That's so amazing, dude. It's it's. I can't believe sometimes uh, just the technology we have. It's not even that, like, how does my podcast reach that far? It's just like, for me, it's like, how do we have the technology for the podcast to reach that far, you know? Um, hopefully it's not like a, you, you guys aren't like, fucking struggling over there are you i'm gonna send you a bunch of koozies and you're like we don't need fucking how about a t-shirt chris we need clothes i hope that's not the case jesus christ actually uh there's another way you can reach out to me i can't believe i forgot to mention this Uh, you can now call or text this show drink until you podcast uh not only can you email at drink until you podcast at gmail.com and give me your thoughts or give me your funny stories uh you can now call or text more than likely i won't answer uh, but you can always leave a voicemail. Uh, you can always send me a text. And if you're persistent enough, if you call me two or three times, I'll, I'll probably end up answering. I don't think the service rings on my phone immediately. That's the only problem. I'm not sure. It's, I'm, I'm new to all of this. But um, I've been basically filibustering to give you enough time to grab a pen and piece of paper so you can write the number down. Uh, you might want to save it if you want to text the show. Here's the number, 682 386, the number one, drink until you. That's it. 682 386, the number one, and type in drink until you. Just the letters for drink until you. And I realize, like, when I name this podcast, D U Y sounds like a terrible name for a drinking podcast. I, 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 I error, user error at that point. Um, but it is uh, <laughs> drinking to you. It's hard to say D-U-Y. So I have to go Daryl Up Youth. Uh, 682-3861. Daryl Up Youth. That is the podcast cell phone number if you'd like to reach me. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. I actually really do want to connect. You know, I know some people like hockey Twitter or whatever, or football Twitter. You know, I talk to a few people that way. But other than that, I really don't know who listens to this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you guys do for a living. I don't know. Uh, I guess my demographic is, is the general word I'm trying to say. I don't know my demographic. I really don't. Uh, so if you'd like to reach out to me, I'm going to give it to you one more time. 682-386, the number one, David, uh, I almost said eulogy, underwear youth. <laughs> Uh, If you got that number, just send me a text anytime. And now a word from our sponsors at Stamps.com. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online, running an office, or a side hustle Etsy, Stamps.com can save you time, money, and some stress. 
stress during the holidays. Who couldn't use less stress? Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip and get discounts you just can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Going to the post office is kind of like using the stairs and using stamps.com is kind of like using the elevator. Sure, you can use the stairs all day long if you want to, but you're going to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Who wants to do that all day long? Save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD for a special offer that includes a four-week free trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code POD. That's stamps.com. All right. Uh, I need a little help from my listeners here. Uh, It's a new game I started. It's basically called the state game. Uh, U.S. states anyway, that is. Uh, It just really bugs me when I look on the map you know, I give you guys updates when I reach milestones, like I just reached 10,000 downloads last week or a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember. But, uh, you know, there's certain parts of the U.S. or U.S. territories where they haven't been graced with Drink Until You podcast. So if you know anyone in these states or territories, please send them a link to this podcast so I can get these, uh, these states marked off my map. It's really like OCD. It's bothering me right now. So here's who it is. Let let me call you out. Maine, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, which is a U.S. territory, Alaska, and Idaho. I don't care if you send it to a potato. As long as he downloads and I can get that one from Idaho, I'd appreciate it. Um, So anyways, let's take another drink, everybody. All right, we got a little bit of hockey to talk about here. A lot been going on with my Dallas Stars lately, man. Uh, I was riding a high there for about a week. Uh, what did we lose? Three or four in a row. It's just been up and down, back and forth. You don't know who's starting in net. Everybody's mad at Rick Bonus. It's just a shit show right now. You know, and our record actually doesn't reflect a shit show. It, it reflects, a you know, an average team, which I, I like to feel we're a little above average. Uh, but in case you don't know, if you're not in the hockey world or the Dallas Stars world, let me let you know what's going on. So basically, they call this kid up, uh, you know, from the minor leagues pretty much. I think most sports have like a minor league system or of some sort to kind of help produce better players eventually or whatever. So they call this kid up from the minors and everybody is in an uproar because uh, supposedly... This kid called his family, he called his friends, he bought tickets to the game, he did all this, you know, just rolled out the fucking red carpet for anyone he knew. Mom, I'm going to be playing in the NHL for the Dallas effing Stars on this date, you gotta be there. I mean, who wouldn't be there for their kid for that? I would, Jesus Christ, man, that's a huge moment. So anyways, it turns out that he gets scratched before the game, and, uh, you know, all those tickets he bought, you know, it's all non-refundable. So it's like this poor kid got all his family, all his friends. So everybody's pissed off at Rick Bonus. And I actually love the Twitter page. And all they tweet is fire Rick Bonus. That's every single one of their tweets. It's actually pretty fucking comical. I started following the other day. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to defend Rick Bonus here. Okay. I'm going to say uh, when we were fucking up and we were just playing like shit. You know, we did beat St. Louis the other night, which is huge. 
St. Louis, USA, not St. Louis, Africa. You see what I did there? Uh, so we beat St. Louis the other night, and that was our first good win in a shit, probably a fucking week, man. Um, and I, I applaud Bonus, man. I, I, I honestly do. I know everybody hates him, and they think he's a piece of shit. You, you, you just got to realize a couple of things about this guy. Uh, sure, he doesn't have a winning record. I will say that. Overall, as a head coach, he does not have a winning record. But I will say, man, for this guy, uh, when we played like shit one of those first games, dude, like he was not afraid to call his players out. He was not afraid to, you know, uh, not specifically like name by name, but just overall blanket statement, the players, they got to play better. And and he goes, I, I think I see the problem and we're going to address the problem. And dude, after that happened, guess who started playing better? There's something about Rick Bonus, man. I know a lot of people don't like him. I, I'm, I'm not an apologist. Like, I don't agree with everything he does. Like, uh, do I think his strategy during the game could be changed or molded or, you know, uh, during the game? Absolutely. Like, dump and chase isn't a foolproof strategy to score goals. It's it's a tool. I'll give you that. It's a tool to the game. It's it's in there for a reason. It's something you can do, but it's not the end-all, be-all. You know what I mean? It is influential in the game. So people get pissed off at Rick Bonus because, oh, he's just dumping and chasing, which I totally get. You got to use it tastefully. And I will say, when St. Louis won the Stanley Cup a couple years back, three years back now because Tampa's won it twice in a row, uh... When St. Louis was there a couple years back, guess what they were doing? Guess what strategy they were implementing? It was the dump and chase because they were good at going and getting the puck and bullying you off of the puck and scoring a goal. You know what I mean? Like send it to Tarasenko on the slot. It's over. Uh, So bonus is getting a lot of hate right now, obviously for sending that kid back down at this point. And he never got to play in the NHL. He called all his friends, all his family up. And I saw the interview with... um, with bonus on it. And he said, I, you know, we let him know four hours before he wouldn't be playing tonight. You know, we had a good conversation. He's a good kid. There's no problem. I don't understand what the big deal. He's like throwing his hands up. Like, I don't know what the big deal is. And people are just cursing him online. Like what a dick and what a fucking douche. And he doesn't give a shit. No, dude. I don't think that's it at all. I think um, a lot of Dallas Stars fans, and I hate to see this, and I hate to say this out loud, you're, you're extremists. Very extreme, man, on everything. Very, very extreme. And, I, you know, I, I can get extreme too, so I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't like that. I don't like bending, you know, dump and chase. What a piece of shit. And it's like, come on, bro. That's a strategy in hockey. Like, you got to use it. Sometimes it, you at least have to dump to make a line change. You know what I mean? To get it in their zone so you can go change real quick. You know, it's it's a strategy. It's a thing. I just don't understand all the Rick Bonus hate. I think he's a good dude. I think he's a good coach. And guess what? Let me throw something else on there for you. Um, He did take us to the Stanley Cup final. Not him alone. Obviously the team too. But, you know, his, his ideas and his strategy and everything took us to the Stanley Cup final. And we pushed Tampa Bay just about as far as we could push him without winning the cup. Like, what happened to that? People just just forget about that immediately. And it's like, okay, sure, you could say uh, the year we lost to St. Louis before we got to the Stanley Cup final, the Western Conference finals, uh, you know, we lost to St. Louis. Monty was our coach then. 
you know, and he's apparently had a drinking problem and it's been an issue. So he had to, you know, leave the team and go rehab and get, take care of what he needs to take care of. Well, guess who steps up in his place? Rick Bonus. And I loved Monty as a coach. I thought he was great. I thought he had the guys going. They were playing well. They were kind of mean. I loved it. You know, uh, so then he leaves, bonus takes over, and it's the same thing. You know, nothing's really changed. It's the same, uh, from what I could see, we're still trying to do the same strategies we were doing when fucking um, uh, God Monty was here. You know, so I, I just, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't understand all the Rick bonus hate. Like, I don't hate the guy. I like him. I actually like a coach that's going to, stand his ground and tell his players, you're fucking up. I love that. And I respect the shit out of it. So anyways, he's like, I think I see the problem and the players are going to have a closed door meeting about it. And they did. And whatever the problem bonus saw, he relayed to probably Jamie Ben and they had a big community talk about it in the locker room. And things seem to be improving. Is that a bad coach? Is that a bad coach? I don't think so, dude. That's a great coach. That's a coach that's going to pinpoint the problem and he's going to say, here's how we fix it. That's what you need in a coach. You know, and it's funny too. It's like every time the stars lose, Rick, fire Rick bonus. Oh, he sucks. He's the worst. And then when we beat the blues four to one the other night, crickets on Twitter crickets on Twitter. What happened? If you're going to tear this man down for every loss he has, like he's lacing up for the game and he's out there skating and he's out there missing the goals. That's not the case at all. But you're going to blame this man as if he's out on skates and doing all the wrong things. And then when we get a win, you're not going to say anything. No, you got to say something for the win too. If you're going to hate on him for the losses, you got to praise him for the wins. I, a microphone drop. What do I do from here? Cheers, everybody. I just don't like the extremism of it has to be this way and we have to play this style. Otherwise, you know, and, and, and that is true to a certain extent. We do have to play a certain style to match Tampa Bay. But I mean, that's with anybody we play. You do have to match a certain style or counteract what they're doing. Oh, shit. They're trying to close us in over here. Okay. Th- here's what we have to do to counteract that. Like, you know, it's just the whole thing. And it's like this guy, I think Rick Bonus has been a head coach in his life once, and I think it was before this, and it was a short stint, and I don't know why, I don't know if he sucked as a coach, whatever, dude, but everybody's got to learn, and they picked this guy to step up and be in the position. So regardless of if the players like Dump and Chase, guess what? He's the boss, he says what to do, he implements the strategies, do it. Now, if the players are going out there like I've seen in that rough stretch of games of that four games we lost in a row, when I see the players out there half-assing and it's just like, okay, now how can you blame the coach? How can you blame the coach? Because they're the ones not giving a shit. They're the ones not giving effort. And you're going to say it's Rick Bonus's fault? Okay, because he's not motivating him? Dude, how many coaches have we been through since Dave Tippett? Let me ask you that. You hardcore stars fans out there, how many coaches have we been through since Dave Tippett? I'm going to say I remember a Ken Hitchcock. I remember a Gullitson. I remember uh, Ruff. I remember uh, Monty, which, you know, Monty's kind of got that asterisk by his name because of things that happened. He had to heal himself. You got bonus. We've been through a lot of coaches, basically. I think Dave Tippett was like an eight or nine year stint or something like that. 
he he was a long time with the stars. So after that, it's just like coach after coach after coach after coach. And you can't keep saying it's on the coach. At some point, you got to say, maybe it's on the players. Maybe they're too worried about going out and getting pussy after the game and not focused on the fucking puck. You know, and, and I, I will say this, it's a lot more fun to win and go get laid than lose and go get laid. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe they get that sympathy you know, <laughs> what's the lyric in the song? She took pity on me horizontally. You know, maybe that's it. <laughs> you get more pity for losses. And, and they don't need any help. These guys are in their prime physically, mentally. They're like in their 20s and, and they're millionaires. They don't need any help getting laid. You don't need any sympathy for losing a game. That doesn't make any sense. I'm Tyler Sagan. S my D. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I, I'm defending Bonus right now. And I'm not saying he's the greatest coach to ever coach the ho- uh, hockey. The hockey. Like I was about to say. I'm not saying he's the best coach ever. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It's it's hard to keep saying give him a chance. You know, it's like he's had chances. And he's done great with the chances he's had. He was assisting Monty when we almost beat the Blues. We would have won the Stanley Cup that year if we beat the Blues. Double overtime. Pushed him as far as any... Boston didn't even do that to him. They didn't even push him that deep. But we did with Monty. And guess what? The next year, we were in the Stanley Cup final. You can't tell me for 82 games in a season, we just caught lightning in a bottle. And just somehow... And then after that 82 games, we caught lightning in a bottle again and made it all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Game 7. Or did they beat us in... I think they beat us in six. But either way, you know, that's that's just my theory, man. Like, Rick Bonus does not lace up his skates and go out there and shoot pucks and block pucks. He doesn't do all that. That's why he's the coach. He has his team to do that for him. He's the mastermind. You go out and do what I'm asking you to. And if they're not executing, that's not on Bonus. Now, if they're executing a poor game plan, that's on Bonus. And a lot of people would argue that, I'm sure. But, um... You know, I'm not I'm I'm not going to sit here and just bash the guy like he's like he hasn't done anything. Dude, we got as close as we've got since 2001 to the Stanley Cup. We were within arm's length of winning the Stanley Cup. And, and you know, it, it happens. It's competition. Only one can win. Tampa Bay, obviously two years in a row. That's a hard fucking team to beat. Vasilevsky, good god. Might as well put a fucking brick wall in the net. Just, you know, build a wall in there. That dude is huge and he's fast and he's great. Um, so anyways, I don't get all the Rick bonus hate. I just want to throw that out there real quick. And a couple of shout outs I have before I end the, uh, the episode. Uh, two comedians I found on YouTube I'm really excited about right now. Uh, one guy named Tim Gaither. I, I've watched only one of his little stand-up bits. I think it was like five to ten minutes long, somewhere in there. Uh, he had me rolling. I, oh, that's what it was. Tim Gaither is a white man with like red shaggy hair. And he was performing to a room of black people, which, you know, if, if you don't know anything about stand-up comedy, a room full of black people is intimidating and kind of scary. You know, it's just scary because if you don't make them laugh, they'll make you feel like shit. And that's not fun, right? Um, I'm speaking like I know. I'm speaking like I've heard this other comedians talk about this th- this thing. 
you know, just performing in front of a black crowd. If you say something to piss them off, you can't win them back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's over. So Tim Gaither is the first one I have to shout out. And the other guy, I've seen probably five to ten clips of uh, Roy Wood Jr. And this dude is fucking, he's one of my new favorite comedians. He's fucking hilarious, dude. And he's not doing anything crazy. He's, you know, uh, when I say crazy, I think people think like carrot top, but he's not, he's not using any shock value topics, I guess. Let me say like a Burt Kreischer would, you know what I mean? Burt Kreischer will use shock value, uh, material to get your interest. This guy doesn't do it. It's just like normal thoughts, just like, and it's fun. He finds a way to make it funny. So I highly suggest Tim Gaither and Roy Wood Jr. Fucking hilarious, dude. Um, so that's going to do it for me for the night. Episode number 200, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. I will talk to you guys sometime later this week. I know you're probably rolling your eyes saying, it'll be Monday. Uh, but I can't, dude. The more, the more I do that, it's like it's going to keep progressing. It'll be Tuesday, and then it'll be Wednesday. And by, uh, before I know it, I'll just be doing them on fucking Fridays like I used to. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyways, let me finish off this Topo Chico, and we'll get out of here. All right, guys. Ah, I will talk to you soon. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Oh, I have to tell you guys about this before I go. So there's a proposed law going around right now. Uh, I'll just leave this with you. Uh, It's called the Bentley Law. It's to force drunk drivers to pay child support to any child for a dead parent that they kill in a drunk driving accident. I think it's brilliant. I'm not a huge proponent or fan of uh, child support, but uh, that kind of makes sense to me. So don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a Lyft. I'll talk to you guys soon. I love you all. Bye.